If this what you want, baby, okay. Good morning, okay. good yeah. afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C.C.D., a.k.a. Kyle Kermit, a.k.a. Diddy Kendrick, a.k.a. Diddy Fortino, a.k.a. The One Through Eight South, a.k.a. Timmy Turner, a.k.a. Vaccine Abdul-Jabbar, <laughs> a.k.a. 1400 or nothing, a.k.a. I wanted Italian, so I flew to Italy, a.k.a. <laughs> AKA okay, I'm reloaded. Nigga! Um, <laughs> I thought you was going to let me give off for all of them. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, aka, I don't know how y'all do this nine to five shit. I made fourteen hundred dollars in my sleep. In my sleep, fucking uh, <laughs> aka Cash App sent me Bitcoin today. I'm out here balling, nigga. My- <laughs> Watch how you talk to me. Watch how you talk. I think I got Bitcoin, Amazon Prime, man, an air fryer, nigga. Respect me, nigga. <laughs> Respect my authority. All my shit is in my name. Watch how you talk to me. <laughs> and on the hotline, as always, is my wonderful and gracious co-host. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Allie Nicole, a.k.a. that bald-headed badass, that fine-ass bald-headed badass. I'm sorry. Sexy little bit. Sexy little ho. Sorry. A.k.a. Stimmy Luther King. A.k.a. Mrs. Biting Bucks. A.k.a. Stim the Two-Man Taylor. A.K.A. St. Stimmy the Third, last of her name. I don't think we get no more checks count. <laughs> oh, it's, it's over. It was <laughs> over. Oh, okay. we, had to, we, had to, uh, we had to go kicking and screaming and crying to get this Listen, one. Listen, let me tell you something. I ordered my Chinese food from China today, okay? My little man came fresh off the plane. You better watch how you talk to me. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, we, we finally got our money that we was promised. Also, y'all, this is not the ago. third stimmy. This is the rest of the second. <laughs> this is not the third stimmy, y'all. It is the rest this of the is, second. Because actually, this is stimmy junior. This is, <laughs> this is stimmy. This is stimmy junior. Um, How the little brother gonna be bigger than the big brother, bro? <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you have some niggas out here who are little big bro. This is little big bro. Listen, how that um, nigga younger is, than you, but you calling him big bro? We, I mean, don't you ain't got a subtweet half of Cincinnati like that. Um, anyway. Beat my ass. Listen, um, shout out to all the, uh, little stimmy verts out here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who got they, who got they checks popping. Shout okay. out to all of the little, I was the little on the phone. I was on the phone this morning with a friend of mine. This nigga talk about some shit. That stimulus check dropped. Now these bitches know how to fly Delta. I lost it. <laughs> Fam, that stimmy, that stimmy check dropped. Even, your chick drink New Amsterdam most of the time. Now all she know is 1942. He was like, wait, wait a minute. First of all, that's, wait. How, bitch, when you start drinking sparkling water. <laughs> hey, you drink Dasani. If you don't go back to being the Dasani woman, I know you ass. Baby, I know the stimulus check drop. You want to know how I know? I had three niggas ask me if I wanted lunch today. Go ahead. <laughs> see, see, how, listen. You know what the real thing is? You know what I would have done with my fourteen hundred dollars? What? I I would have bought a hundred and forty title subscriptions. I'm that one step closer to dinner with Jay Z. This nigga <laughs> want to go to the Rock Nation brunch so bad. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. You know what? You know how serious my grind is, nigga. I told them take fourteen hundred dollars out my account because I want to know how to hustle. I want to feel the grind, bro. Y'all ain't never oh. been in the concrete. 
Listen, I told my I told my landlord charge me rent twice this month because I need to feel I need to feel that struggle. I am dead. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all niggas are idiots. Um, baby, so. I, the stimulus check memes have been the fucking best, bro. They talk about something they want to buy the dog from Target. I lost it. No, I, listen. First and foremost, black people are hilarious as a collective. <laughs> um, where it was like. I think one of my two of my favorites was like um, I went to McDonald's, went to McDonald's and it was like our ice cream was down. Okay, how how much to fix it? I was, <laughs> like, I was just, dead. They, they was like, so you want some French fries? No, I want the franchise. How much I want, want the, the franchise? franchise. <laughs> Literally, just you know, it, I, I'll say this: I want us to be in a position <laughs> where we don't have to joke about the stimulus anymore because that means niggas is back to like normal. But, you know, black people, humor is our coping mechanism. Like, Absolutely. black people, we, could, we would have a meteor coming to Earth ready to kill us all, and niggas would still get the memes off. Like, niggas would put the, giant, the, the Jordan crying face meme on the Earth and be like, hey, it's lit. Yeah. Just, and so, yeah, so, the, so the, 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 the stimulus we were promised. And also, a couple things. One, I hate when the Democrats do shit to make me not like them. You know, I really hate defending Republicans. And the, like, Democrats, and the Democrats sometimes put you in a position to have to see where them niggas is coming from. And I don't like it. Because here's the thing, right? You guys campaigned on $2,000 checks, my nigga. We get we gave you the presidency and the Senate. Shout out to Georgia. Shout out to Stacey Abrams, right. um, Reverend Warnock, and, all, and, and, and them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and them, like shout out to Pookie and them. On the basis, like, look, nigga, if we elect y'all, y'all gonna y'all gonna go ahead and reduce the student loan debt, and y'all gonna give us these two thousand dollars stimmies out the door. Then y'all get elected, and actually, it's fourteen hundred because we mm. gave you six hundred. So the fourteen plus the six equal to two, nigga. I I went I went to a good school. I ain't gonna I play know. with you. I really don't like the semantics game, <laughs> motherfucker. You know exactly what the fuck I meant. You know exactly how I was saying it, and you know exactly what the fuck I was getting at. Don't fucking play with me. You nigga, don't try to play on some. Oh, the six hundred was the down payment for the for the two. No, nigga. Matter of fact, first and foremost, y'all rich enough that we should be getting two thousand dollar checks every month because every other developed country has been doing that shit since the pandemic first hit if we want to keep it a bean nigga secondly if you met 1400 say 1400 like don't lie and say 2000 just for it to be 1400 like you feel me like you ain't gotta lie to kick it the politics is all just lying to kick it you feel me and so that's why it's a little it you ever you know what it is and this is going to sound hella toxic. You ever finally got the bad chick or the bad nigga that you mm-hmm. really wanted? And then you found out that like the sex don't slap like you thought it would. Like she don't, she don't suck dick the way you thought she was going to suck dick. He don't eat pussy the way you thought he was going to eat pussy. Is he, it he story actually... time with Alex? Because I have a kiki for the kids. <laughs> Go 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 ahead with your kiki for the kids. Kiki, 
Do you, you love, love me? me? Are you riding? Listen, let me tell you something. All right. Talk to me. Talk to me nice. So it's been real. I've been real chakra con in this bitch. Okay. <laughs> I have been doing my alignments, my meditating. And honestly, if you've been around me lately, you can see it. Like, Baby Calvin, even on here on this whole little Zencaster thing we got going on, a bitch is glowing, okay? Like <laughs> you out here, you out here drinking your water, you know, minding your minding your business. You know what I'm saying? My blonde is blonding, cheekbones, cheekboning, titties are sitting. Baby, I ordered my birthday dress today. Shout out to Stimmy Turner. Um, I ordered my birthday <laughs> dress today. No, because before the stimulus check hit, I got a, I got paid. And then of course I worked this weekend. I worked the Dolph concert. That was a fucking zoo. I didn't have a voice for two days. Listen, all I know is a couple things. One, we really got to defund Fashion Nova. <laughs> because. Fashion Nova has texted me twice today. Twice. Talking about some, it's a stimmy for me. Bitch, if you don't get the fuck. Like, first, like, I don't know who texted. Listen, between Fashion Nova. God is dope. God is dope. They may text my phone more than my actual girl does. <laughs> Listen. Like, me and, me and Beloved don't even have the level of conversation. Like, they will hit you with every good morning text. Like, they will hit you with the midday. I was just Listen, speaking about you. God is dope. Also, no, y'all got that stimmy. I've been getting texts from them since 10 a.m. <laughs> they, they like don't you, you listen you're not gonna tithes it so the least you can do is <laughs> i mean you're not gonna put it in tithes baby you're not but so okay. the least you can do is okay so it's story time with alex now i i love all my boyfriends equally i love all of ma'am 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 huh but you, you thought you was gonna slide that in like i wasn't going ma'am madam well, you Mrs. know what? I'm a very honest hoe. And the niggas that I'm talking to also know that I am talking to more than one person because I encourage them also to talk to more than me because I'm not going to give you what you need right now, baby. This is a good time, not a long time. Enjoy the ride until it's time to jump off. And honestly, you're supposed to do that. You know what I mean? And when I tell people that I do date multiple men, you jump right to, oh, Alex is giving away, like spreading her pussy around. No, I am dating these niggas, though. I'm absolutely sending their faces. I'm absolutely entertaining some shit. Honestly, there's some shit I'm entertaining sometimes where just because, like, it's funny. Like, I like niggas that feed me well when I actually want to eat, are very generous, and make me laugh. If you can make me laugh when we get on the phone, I will always be one to talk. I'm always going to talk. You know? It's it's the cheat code for me. It's the cheat code, bro. Making me laugh. I'm a very funny bitch. Like, bro. I love I love humor. I like dark humor. I like, bro, you should have never said that shit humor. I like, you know what I, this is how, the, the ultimate <laughs> level of intimacy is when you can give me your problematic takes, we can like share problematic takes and y'all know that you're going to cuss me out for feeling this way, but you also agree with me, bro. That's how I know we probably going to get married because I don't agree with half the shit. Like the status quo, I don't agree with half of it. So if I know that and, we reach the level you, of intimacy, and you just and you just looking at and you just looking at your partner like you see this bullshit, yeah, I see this bullshit. Baby, this I don't agree with none of that shit. That's some bullshit. But everybody That's else loves it. Right so I guess everybody else loves it, so love it, I guess. Yeah. But I just know I'm not down. <laughs> I'm not. Or like, anyway, I'm not gonna get canceled. But just understand that my love language is always shit talk, and that also absolutely includes. That also absolutely includes. Um, sharing problematic take. 
Because I don't agree with some of the shit I'm supposed to agree with, quote unquote, as a woman. So I don't know. Um, you know, as a black man, every take I have is a problematic one, according to the masses. Mm-hmm. It's just you know, <laughs> like I like I, I I literally look at certain shit. Like for example, um, I look at like Salt Bay's restaurant, right? <laughs> Bro, and, can we talk about that flagrant ass shit? That was some wild shit. Yeah, like don't like okay, couple things. So Salt Bay has. He has a chain of restaurants all across the country. And I say chain loosely because it's probably like four or five. And, you know, it's a high quality, high price establishment. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you got to get some, you got some shit you got to do. You know what I mean? Like, put it like this. One of the steaks is a thousand dollar steak. Now, a tomahawk. Now, where I'm from. If I'm paying a, a a rack for a steak, nigga, I better watch that cow get killed in front. <laughs> bro, that nigga got this fourteen hundred dollars stimulus check. Talk about cut, kill the cow in front of me, bro. I need to watch yeah, it. Uh, on, on 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 some Joffrey Game of Thrones shit, nigga. I need to see you kill it. I need to see it. And and, and that cow better be raised from a good family. I don't want no dropout cow. I don't want no hoodlum ass cow. So give me the, give me give me the high quality cow. Give me the cow that had both parents. Give me, that <laughs> Give me the cow that had both parents. This nigga said, "Baby, listen. Give me the Give lamb. me the suburb Give me the suburban cow, you feel me? Give he- me, the- give me- <laughs> I want the cow that went to Mason, not the cow that went to, you know what I'm saying? Baby, my $1400 hit today and I told I looked at my boss and I said, "I run shit now, bro." Like like your supervisor your supervisor asking you like, "Where are you?" And you're like, "Why?" Why, bro? <laughs> No, it's like one o'clock on a Wednesday, Baby, but I de- I'm dead asking ready to call off tomorrow. <laughs> they won't miss a bit. <laughs> uh listen. So, yeah, be so, right. Salt, so Salt Bay has this restaurant, and I guess part of part of his entire thing is him like he's trying to show that the steak is so tender that he feeds a part of a steak to the you know, customers who order, you know, above a certain price point. Like, you got to order, like, the 400, 500, and up steaks for him to make an appearance, right? hmm And so, you know, a couple things went viral where, like, you know, a nigga was with a shorty, and he, and, and he was like, nah, you're not going to feed my shorty meat in her mouth like that. Um, and, he was cri- and he was criticized for it because it was like, Oh my God! Wow! Like you're so controlling. Like if your if your shorty want to take steak from another nigga in front of you, you should just let her. And then, and then like there's a couple who also went viral. A couple men who also went viral for literally the exact opposite thing. One man went viral because he refused to let Salt Bay put the put the steak <laughs> in his mouth. And he was like, Nah, nigga, you no, 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 no. I'm gonna be real with you. I do not know how I would feel watching my man get fed by another man. And, and see, that's my point. You, you see, you, you, you leading me to my point. Because another time, another nigga went viral for letting Salt Bay put a steak in his mouth. And so you, when you look at it holistically. I don't know how I feel. And, then you, when you, and you I look feel, at it holistically, right? Because it's like, no matter what I choose. I feel nigga, problematic for having that opinion, to be honest with you. Because there's nothing 
gay about it. There's nothing quote unquote homophobic about it. There's nothing that's just like, oh, okay. He just put, but for real, the optics of it are wild. And that's what I'm saying. And so that's what I'm saying. And so, so a lot of times, and it, it doesn't necessarily come off correctly because, you know, <laughs> grow up, grow up. Grow up. Imagine me, of all fucking people, being on a date and I watch you let the hibachi chef squirt the fucking sake in your mouth. Bitch, I'm going home. Which is, all of that illustrates my point. You are making my point for The me group right chat gonna know that the hibachi chef got to squirt the motherfucking sake, sake in his goddamn mouth. Like, oh my are- God. You I'm are leaving. making. I'm leaving. You are making my point for me. And so when I say that, when you look holistically, like if I don't let Salt Bay put the steak in my mouth, I'm homophobic. I'm I'm weird. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm too controlling. Like I'm not I'm not fun. But if I do let this nigga do it, all this the optics look crazy. I don't know what's going on. Whoopie whoopie whoop. And I'm just like, I'm just not gonna go to the restaurant. Like because there's no winning. I don't, know, for me here. I don't know how I feel about watching my nigga get fed, but like, mm, I, I don't know. I don't know. Because even if it was a woman, I'm trying to insert another woman. And even, and I feel the exact same way. Like Calvin, I applied your logic on this one. If, if you, the roles were reversed, would the optics change? And for me, no, they wouldn't. That's why I know my stance about this isn't homophobic. It just feels like a violation of a boundary. Like feeding your partner feels very intimate. So somebody feeding yeah. another nigga that I'm on a date with, man or female, that's the part that's making me uncomfortable. It's got nothing to do with like. And for you, and so, and so for you, that is, that's real. Like that's a, that's a real life thing. I think for some other people, it's like, if I choose to go through with it, I'm gay, allegedly. But if I don't go through with it, I'm homophobic. And I'm just like, there has to be a middle ground here that's not Home, like problematic. Yeah, like why? And, and, and I think another thing that frustrates me is how come I can't just say I don't want this. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can I just not? How come it's got to be? Oh, you you're just so unaccepting. No, some shit is just not cool to me, and I can say that without like, being problematic. Like, why I do not like, want why it. when it comes to why, when it comes to my boundaries as a black man, <laughs> everyone else question it? And, like, because here's the thing. Most other people, if they say, like, nah, I'm just not fucking with it, that conversation ends there, right? right. Like the conversation ends like, okay, he's just, they're just not fucking with it. But with a man, especially a black man in our culture, it's always right. like, well, why aren't you fucking with it? I just don't want that nigga to feed me. Is that like, okay? Like, bro, I'm not a fucking toddler, bro. I'm not sitting in a fucking high chair. Sometimes I don't like, want to head. You ain't got an airplane to goddamn do to <laughs> me. Who, oh, who's a good pilot? You ain't, Open wide. You ain't got to chugga chugga the food to me, nigga. I'm grown. I got an air fryer at Amazon Prime. I am grown. You ain't got to chugga chugga the food to me. <laughs> this nigga said choo choo. Listen, there's only one kind of... Never mind. Let's go, Calvin. Let's hop. This is a this is a Wendy's. <laughs> Only one kind. This of, is a Wendy's. One kind of train we like. Um. Yeah, I, listen, never mind. 
Anyway, um, so so yeah, the second topic. I mean, the, so all right, so I really need you guys and Calvin. I'm gonna let you have the floor here. It pissed me off knowing that something. It's always y'all recognize the trauma of Black folks when you ask for our help on how to deal with trauma without recognizing that you are the inflictor of the said trauma you're asking for advice about. So first of all, before I hand this off to Calvin to explain what I'm talking about, stop Asian hate. Stop white terrorism. Stop (laughs) white terrorism. Boom. Like, okay, so tag me in. Tag them, friend. Go ahead. So, either late yesterday or earlier today, um, you know, a, a white man. Let's call, let's call it let's call it for what it is. A white man, um, in three separate incidences, targeted Asian women, and I think ended up shooting and killing eight people in total. So before I go any further, prayers to the families that are are affected by this. Prayers to the victims. Um, prayers and condolences and to the entire Asian and Asian American Pacific Islander communities that are feeling that are feeling the effects of the events. So before I go any further, I want to, you know, I want to lead with love. I don't want to say thank, you know, mm-hmm. if it means anything, I feel your pain and I, and I, I don't want anyone to be killed for no real reason. And so with the, and, and also we've seen kind of an uptick in hate crimes against Asians, Asian Americans because of the coronavirus pandemic, where a lot of people, you know, because the virus originated in Wuhan, China, a lot of people took that as the reason to blame the Asian community for the pandemic, right? Say, similar to how we blamed Ebola on all of the Africans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is where it originated from, so you clearly must be unclean. And it didn't help that the previous president called the damn coronavirus, the China, the China virus, and the Kung Flu. Hell of, that shit's racist for a normal person, let alone <laughs> a politician and the leader of the free world. Can I be honest? <laughs> is, is it funny a little bit? Yeah, but it's no, wrong. No, I'm so sorry. Kung Flu is funny as fuck. It's racist as shit, but Kung Flu about funny as hell. <laughs> like I saw, I saw a restaurant in Covington that w- was called Kung Food, and I was like, "That ain't cool, bro." <laughs> I was like, and I was like, I feel that I feel bad. Like who? And, and especially if you look on like the the billboard, it has like a chicken doing a karate chop. It's some real questionable shit, and I'm just like. You y'all gotta do better. Like y'all need to do better. Um. So, so yes. So so there has been a uptick in hate crimes and and against the Asian community. That right. is something. That's an imperial fact that cannot be debated. And so then this kind of senseless act was is is kind of like the tipping point where it's like now instead of like these separate incidences that people are kind of reporting together. You have this very public incident in Atlanta 
that's serving as a rallying, a rallying cry. Like, I don't want to compare tragedies and compare trauma. It's similar to, like, a George Floyd or Breonna Taylor mm-hmm. where, like, we knew this was happening, but this public display of it is kind of a rallying point for everybody else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, that's the context here. And so then today, I'm, you know, I'm scrolling Twitter, mind and mind and your business. <laughs> and I see, a, I see a headline from NBC News. And it, the headline from NBC, and let me check, let me, let me, let me make sure I, ha- I say it correctly. Um, how black people can be strong allies to Asian Americans right now. And so I'm going I'm to summarize my point first, and then I'm going to get into the why a little bit. Mm-hmm. Somehow, when a white man shoots Asian women, we focus on how black people can do better. That's like one plus starfish equals LeBron James. The math don't matter. Because, again, white men shoots Asian women and we're talking about how black people can be better. Don't, it don't make sense, first and foremost. Because the common denominator in a lot of this shit is white people, especially white men. The, the majority of people who stormed the Capitol, white men. The majority of mass shootings in America, white men. Dylan, Dylan Roof, the, the Aurora, Colorado shooter, this guy. It's white men. Like, white terrorism, the, the, the bomb that went off in Nashville that shut down internet for, uh, for hella people and killed for. White man, all of this shit is white terrorism. So for so that's why I had to kind of even the hashtag stop Asian hate right. really dan- it dances around the problem because the problem isn't hating Asians per se. The problem is white people are terrorists, and white and- people are what? Calvin, go ahead, say it again. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Terrorist. Terrorist. Sound it out, baby. Go ahead. Sound it out. Terrorist. That's a I think that's a three-syllable word. And and yes, just how but I understand that clearly if all white people were terrorists, we wouldn't have a country. But yes, if you look at the majority of incidents that happen on US soil that are considered mass shootings, tragic events, bombings, this, that, and the third, it's white people. And so we, 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 we try to push the, the narrative on the victim and I know this, the same way we do when it comes to women and sexual assault and sexual violence, same way we do it with black people. We try to push the, like, for example, the same way we, people call it the George Floyd trial instead of the Derek Chavon trial. George Floyd, George Floyd isn't on trial. He's dead. George Floyd is not on trial, guys. His killer is on trial. And so the same thing we do with all of this is how we come up with the stop Asian hate. Like, look, Asian hate is a symptom. It's not the cause. It is the symptom of a much larger problem. And the much larger problem is white terrorism, white nationalism. Call it what it is. That's the first part. The second part is 
why do we have to compare every other marginalized group's mm-hmm. traumas and tribulations to black people and and ask that black people step off, step out on the ledge for everyone else when to be frank no one does the same for us let me tell you something calvin everything takes its root in black culture including black pain and black struggle and black oppression and we forget that and it's easy to sometimes right and i say that because now that because of this mass killing of these asian women and honestly it broke my heart which is why i've been very like because i understand exactly as I understand the pain that the Asian community is going against. All they are doing is existing and being themselves, which is something as black people, all we're doing is existing and being ourselves. And y'all are finding reasons to hate us, hate us. And I hate the fact I got into a debate about this at work that I'm pretty sure I'm going to get an email about, but I couldn't, I couldn't bite my tongue. Like I couldn't just sit on it. And mind you, I work on the East side of Cincinnati. I work in Anderson township. I know exactly who I'm dealing with. Okay. But it was one of those things where it's like this. You expect the black, you expect the black community to express empathy for this kind of situation that white terrorism keeps putting us in. So you do recognize that white terrorism is the problem. You're gaslighting me, and I don't appreciate it. And honestly, it's one of those situations where it's like, oh well, let's ask the blacks how we recover from this. So you recognize that there's something Nigga, to rec- we haven't recovered. We yet. haven't recovered, number one, but you also recognize that there's something that we need to fix. You recognize that there's an issue. You recognize that there's a problem. So stop playing in my motherfucking face about it. Don't ask for my advice about a situation you don't want to handle at all. That's why it pissed me off. Especially because we we do these comparative politics, right? Where he's like. Like we we use Asian lives matter or gay lives matter, trans lives matter, and I'm like, I feel you. Like all all of that is factual, but it's also like, get your own steeds because you're rubbing me the wrong way. Because it's like you know what our issue is, and you're trying to remix it to show light to your issue. Um, and it's like you're you're you're, and and so, and part of a reason I, I felt the way I did, even when I saw this hashtag going on prior to, you know, the, the recent events was Asians are some of the most anti-black people in our culture sometimes. And that's why the, 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 you know what, that's exactly why my stance was, I understand exactly where y'all coming from, but as y'all community, you going to handle what's on your front porch and I'm going to handle what's on mine. Now, mind you, I'm not going to add to the trash that's on your yard, but I'm also not going to help you clean it up. I got enough shit to do in my own, in my own and, house. And the, reason, and the reasoning why I say that is because I remember in the, be- in, in, in the pandemic season one <laughs> that in China... They were escorting Africans out mm. of their stores and yep. out of their restaurants yep. and out and off their properties and being racist towards Africans like the virus came from them. Right. I remember I remember all of the 
questions on why does Africa have such a low vaccinate uh, uh, such a low virus rate compared to the rest of the country? What's going on over here? I remember even in our country, I remember just you know the the, the model minority that people try to portray the Asian community to be with you know like why can't y'all create your own Chinatown like the Asians do? Why why can't y'all you know have all of your own stores like the Asians? So you see the Asian kids they're getting high uh, test marks on their tests and grades and and shit. Why can't Y'all black folks do that. Clearly, racism must not be that bad. Just look at the Asian community. They're making more money than everybody. And it's like, all of these things are not only harmful to black people, but they're also harmful to the Asian community. Anytime you put someone on a pedestal, you're setting them up for a bigger fault. Mm-hmm. And that's what we've done to the Asian community in this model, this model minority thing is like, oh my god, look at look at the Asians, we're doing so well. Then any Asian that's not doing well becomes demonized even further, right? Because there are Asians who live just like you and I, and I, you know, and I hate the fact of like, all right, black people finna cuss me out, and it's cool. I want us as black people to understand that when we speak about oppression. We don't always have to own that. That narrative does not have to be ours. We don't always have to say, okay, well, shit, um, I was oppressed, so it's okay for me to be an oppressor. Or when we hear about another community facing the same kind of thing, excuse me, facing the same kind of things that we have endured as a community, that we start praying the oppressive Olympics. We can say, we can recognize somebody else's plight and not feel the need to commentary you ever have a co-worker where you'll be like bro i'm just having a really rough morning right just and they get to telling you about how much rougher their morning was than yours i hate that we have, shit. we have co we have co-workers like that we have friends like that. i hate you that have- shit like bro can my bad day just be a bad day bro like you don't have to tell me that i have it better than you i know i have it better than you that's why i felt comfortable enough to share my bad day bro i know that my worst time is not your worst time you fucking peasant. Like, let me have a fucking bad day. <laughs> like, bro, get like, mad then. Get like, mad then. Like, nigga, let me have a fucking bad day. I know that I get, go home to a better house than yours. I know that my kids are well, better behaved. I know my man ain't out here disrespecting me like yours is. And also, white coworkers always overshare. So I should not know all of this shit. But my bad morning is still an inconvenience to my life. Okay? It matters, bitch. Now, enjoy your coffee, Karen. Now, I will say this. White coworkers will share with you their entire marital problem. Oh my God. I know so much of y'all business. But then will be super secretive about what they eat for lunch. Or oh, what yeah. they who or who they voted for. It's like, oh, this person. Meanwhile, I was I was eating my wife's ass last night. And you're like, wait, wait what the fuck? All right. So story time with Alex. Part two. This is part two of a story time with Alex today. So everybody knows I used to be a married woman. And um, I was married to a man who held a high-level position with a certain particular company. So he had people that he worked underneath him that, um, you know, he would have to kiki with. Um, just, you know, as a good manager, right? And uh, as a good manager, he took his team out to lunch. And this team, they're devout. 
one of them niggas and slept with a stripper. Another one hates the white, hates his wife. The other one doesn't like the way that his other girlfriend fucks him. You know, white people over fucking share, bro. Y'all, y'all give me more, way more business than I ever asked for. So my husband decided to share with his coworkers that I had given him something that he's never had before in a very pleasant way. Okay. He decided to share something extremely like intimate about him and I. And it got him fired. <laughs> so let this be a lesson to you and you and y'all boys and girls. He, everybody was sitting at the table sharing their most intimate things about their love life. And my husband was like, shit, my wife lit. This is what the fuck she just did. Shared those details. And the white man, I guess one of the white boys he was having lunch with, got jealous, went to HR and filed a sexual harassment thing. Got his ass right up out of there. The, the lesson is, as always, as always, you can't do what they can do. I think a lot of times, you know, black men, black women, we get fucked up because we try to play their game and you, can, you can't win a game when it's rigged. The only way to win a rigged game is to not play it. Not play their play. game. The game is rigged. And you'll lose every time. Like, I just wish sometimes I would love to be a fly on the wall in, like, other cultures' households. Mm -hmm. Like, like an Asian couple, white couple, Mexican couple, you know, Hispanic couple. Just to kind of see how they do shit and deal with shit compared to how we as black men and women deal with shit. Just to really see if there's a difference or is everyone dealing with the same shit. That's just, you know, that's just me. I'll be real with you, Calvin. I am more than convinced that there are some of y'all that handle business exactly. You know what? Since we're here, let's park the car, right? That's why when motherfuckers be like, Alex, you are whore. you're a hoe or you're a whore or you're slutty. Why I don't necessarily get super, super, super offended by that, depending upon who's talking to me, because some of y'all have no right. But there's a reason why I just don't get mad offended by that is, A, I live a life out loud for accountability purposes, not for me, for y'all, because you're liars. The second part about it is I don't let anybody criticize me for doing out loud what they do in the dark. Y'all hoes, too. Y'all just quiet about it. I am mean, not so much. <laughs> and it's like, it's like. What was I going to say? I know a bunch of quiet hoes. I'm cool with a... Listen, I love me a mouse hoe. You better be a church mouse ass hoe. You, go ahead, girl. I'm a loud hoe. These niggas not, know not to play with me. They can play with you. They know not to play with me. It's... It's interesting in the fact that, like... And it don't slow up shit. I told a nigga in the middle of the function last Friday, Calvin. He was just like, Alex, what I got to do? He was like, bro, you know I've been at you for years. And he has. And genuinely. Like, me and this nigga have been so cool. He knows my dad. He knows Pops. He knows he's met my mama, kiddo. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't never fucked him. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm save my comments until after you done. I just want these niggas to respect themselves more. I Continue. Ain't never fucked them. Never. I done dangled a pussy a little bit. We all dangled a pussy. We all play that game. We all do it, bro. And, and, what you going to do and, for and, it? Listen, and, here, and here's... And, I realize, and I say this in the least arrogant way I know how, that niggas ain't like me. No. Because they, like, 
I'm not gonna be trying to fuck you for years, and you're not gonna let me fuck. Like you, yeah. you either gonna you either gonna let me let me fuck, or you go not, and I'm gonna move on. We can be friends. We can be cordial. This I ain't got no bad. beef with you, but you, I'm not just about to be waiting around you for years, like like a dog with with some with some with some with some meat. Like waiting for the chance well, of no, pussy. No, I'm, I'm a grown man. No, I'm a grown man. When I say fuck me, I also know that he like if I was serious, he would take me serious. Like if I was just like, all right, let's. I mean that. I mean that too. Like I'm not about to be begging for four years. Sure. You know what I'm saying? To, for you not, to give me a like, chance. But it's not like he's been like waiting by the door. Like he's been doing his thing too. Like I I know you've been doing your thing. You've had several girlfriends since you and I last connected. Okay. Okay. That's a, you know okay, what I'm saying. Like little, that's no, a little different. I don't like puppy. No, 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 no. You're not a sad little puppy. I don't like niggas that don't have hoes. Let me make myself clear. I do not like niggas that do not have hoes, bro. Because why does nobody want you? <laughs> like, like you, you mean start, to tell me? You, you mean you start to tell questioning me, yourself? I ain't like, gotta be a little what? competitive. Oh man, I remember. So I remember a conversation. So I remember a conversation I had with a shorty back in the day. Um, and it was you know those uh, choose violence TikToks where they be laying down and mm-hmm. then the music hits and they choose violence, and and the one is like, oh, I can't fuck with you. You I mean you got a lot of hoes. And, and sure do. You want to be on a rotation? You not a little bit competitive? What's going on? My nigga, just say you want to be one of my hoes. Just say you want to know what it feel like. Just say you want to know what I be doing to these niggas. Just say you want to find out. Because I'm going to let you. And I just remember, and again, again, if you keep it a hundred, all they can do is say yes or no. And, and, and if you really keep it in a hundred, you cool with it either way. And it's like, look, are you, are you competitive or not? And Shorty looked around, was like, "No, I'm not competitive." I'm like, "Cool, I'm not in a mental space to to be committed right now. You are cool. We know. We now know where we stand. Cool. I ain't got no beef with it. You ain't got no beef with it. Cool. Listen, there's there's been listen. Some of my longest situations, we both knew we was dealing with other niggas. Listen, I know you. I know you got other hoes. You know I got other hoes. But you know that when I call, you drop off your hoes and come to me." Right. Come, come get the, come get. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, we know the deal. Like, like I remember. I actually don't remember. Someone told me this, but that you know, couple St. Patrick's Day back. That like I, I literally, I guess you know, playfully choked somebody in the middle of the function and was like, "Stop playing with me." And like, I guess another, I guess another one of her niggas who like her was like feet away, and I was just like, "Stop playing with me." You, you, you know, like you know my body. Stop playing with me. I'm not about to play with you. I had a nigga in the middle of the function choke me before. And (laughs) the bird in me leaped out. I got wetter than rain. (laughs) And I I guess like, because, you know, you know, I'm drunk. It's St. Patrick's Day bar crawl. I'm drunk as fuck. It's Green Mile. Rest in peace, you know, rest in peace. Rest in peace to Green Mile, bro. And so I'm like, <laughs> so I'm literally like, stop fucking playing me. I'm drunk as hell. And she was, and, and I guess her one of her friends was with her. It was like, oh, <laughs> like, so, and she was like, so that's the nigga you fucking, huh? She was like, yeah. And like, a nigga who liked me is around the corner, but he don't give a fuck. I was like, and don't. He not me. <laughs> he not me. Like, he's not me. He's not going to be me. And if he don't like you, fight me. Uh, oh, Calvin, listen, I love that energy. If 
fight me, bitch. And a lot of y'all pussy. A lot of y'all are pussy. I'm gonna be real. Because you meet a bitch like me. Even what's crazy is that this, this is why I get tried. Because I am 5'3 and I am 125 pounds respectfully. Okay. I didn't say I was going to win the fight. I said I was not scared to go fight you. You could whoop my ass, but you can never. Well, well half the time in, 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 these, in these type of fights, whoever's not scared wits because it's like, it's, 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 it's an initiate. You got to be the initiator. You got to be like, you know what I mean? You got to just kind of be ready. Like, look, I might get hit a little bit, but I'm going to hit you first. Baby, here's the thing. Y'all be scared. I think a lot of y'all think that fights are supposed to be like, oh, I'm not supposed to get hit. I can take a punch. You think with a mouth like mine, I've never had to take a punch? Honestly? I'd have been slid a couple times. Bitch, that does not mean... Okay, that means that we're fighting, fighting now. Okay, cool. Now we're, now I'm fighting. I'm not afraid of... Com- I'm, excuse me. I'm not afraid of confrontation. I don't like it. I do not like it. It brings out a side of me that makes me very aggressive, very hard. And nine times out of ten, if I have the audacity to even do a back and forth with you, I like you a little bit. I respect you a little bit. Because people that I don't like don't bother me. They really don't. People I don't give a fuck about cannot bother me. They don't. I was like, that little bitch over there, bro. I think I shit I was better to do than run her motherfucking mouth. Okay, girl. Here's the ten minutes of attention you were looking for and bye. You know what I mean? But people that I find myself going back and forth with, I respect you. I like you. I think that you're eye level to me. I think that there's something from you I can gain. So when me and people like that start getting into it, and you make me have to stand 10 toes down on what the fuck I say, it bothers me. It's, 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 it's on some... It's on some, like, look, man, like, I ain't no hoe. Like, it's, it's really, like, a lot of my philosophy comes down to, like, I ain't no bitch. Like, like I my would mama choose, ain't raised no hoes, bro. Not a like, near. I, like one. I would love, I would love to choose love and light. I would love to choose peace. I would love, you know me, you know me. I like choosing peace because there's times I could have chose chaos. I don't I like peace. when people make me stand on the bro. Stop making me stand on the fact that I am okay with whooping your ass, bro. Stop making me stand on that shit. Stop making me stand on it because I will, and I'm not gonna <laughs> like it. I will whoop you like your mama do. And and then and then be sad about it the entire like I ain't I ain't want to punch her I ain't want to punch him like that like and and the crazy thing is like you got to be ready to kind of get what you give and like look if I if I'm if I'm at the point like we could fight I'm fully I am fully mentally prepared for the fact you may hit me but it ain't gonna be one of those things where I'm just gonna get all the licks off and you ain't gonna do shit like but I'm gonna win <laughs> like. I I don't care if I have to fight fair, if I have to fight dirty. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna win because if we got to the point where it's a physical altercation, you I I let you slide at least once, and you and you kept on Nancy Kerrigan and shit, and now I got a Tanya Hart in your ass. I don't let... That went over a couple of niggas' heads, Calvin. You, you know you know that did right. <laughs> Slow it down. I just Slow it just... down. I just dissed you. Like, and that's and that's really all it is as far as just with everything. It's like have the ability to stand on what you stand on, but also make sure that you what you're standing on is solid. 
I think a lot of times, baby, ice be you, solid too until you light that shit on fire. That's what I was, I was about to say. A lot of times, you think you're standing on something solid when it's ice or it's quicksand, and it's not a solid foundation. When you when you realize that two plus two don't equal four, equal eight now, mm-hmm. and that kind of is like because we started talking about you know the, the Asian violence, and we kind of got into everything else, but it's like. Yes. Right. What is happening to what is happening to the Asian community is fucked up in in more ways than one. Your your um your ire should be directed at the people who are actively harming you. I agree. In, instead of like, well, where's the Black Lives Matter people? Where's the where's the Black Americans? Where are the Black allies? The exact same place that y'all asses were at when we needed y'all to step on the front lines for us at home. Minding our fucking business. And the crazy thing is... Because this ain't got shit to it's do not with even, us. It's not even just that we are at home. It's, it's like your house is on fire and you're asking us to put out your house that's on fire. Our house is also on fire. Mm-hmm. We are using every bit of water and resources that we can to put out our own house fire. And you like, well, where are the black people out with the hoses? You know they got all the hoses. They've been used to putting out house fires. We got one right now that we're putting out right now. We always have one. If black people marched for every single thing that black people suffered in the country, all we would do every day is march. And it's that's part of the reason I don't like the whole this this bad thing is happening in the community, but y'all not even talking about it. Well, tell us. My brain is tapped. I my brain as a defense mechanism will not allow me to remember every single fucked up thing that happens in this country. So if there's some shit that may slip through the cracks, as it generally does, and you, Mr. Internet person, Miss Internet person, has the ability and the knowledge to know about it, how about instead of shaming niggas who don't know about it, you tell us? I'm not going to lie. When people start to talk about why, when people enter the conversation with why is no one talking about this, maybe we just don't know, baby. And it becomes across very condescending when you say that. And because half the time, it's some shit that literally niggas, it's not like niggas figured it out and ignored it. It's like, no, we didn't, no one, no one decided to mention this to us because also we have X, Y, Z, A, B, C, one, two, three, four, five, six to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Because to be fair, to be fair, Brianna Taylor one-year anniversary just passed. She was, she was murdered in March. We didn't really pick up on it until around Memorial Day. Right. We didn't pick up on it until after George Floyd. And then, and then people hit us with the, hey, this also happened. And then we kind of did our own research. It was like, oh, fuck. That's what we mean. Like, look, if we're not talking about something, shaming me into talking about it ain't going to work. Because again, I don't want to feel like a hoe. And I'm the type of person where if you... I'm as childish, I understand, but if you tell me to do something, I'm less likely to do it. Right. Because even if I was about to do it, I remember a couple times um, with past relationships or past situationships. <laughs> Calvin that, before Christ. <laughs> you, you, know, be, you know, back when Diddy wasn't delivered, you know what I mean? Where people would pressure me into getting into a relationship with somebody I was talking to. And even if I liked that person, the fact that other people kept pressuring me to do it made me want to get into a relationship less. Less. Like, you you might as well go ahead and do it, nigga. No. Like, now now that you mentioned, no. 
No, actually, not. Now I don't want to do it. Actually, and I feel the same way. Like y'all not paying attention to this stuff. So, well, now I kind of don't want to pay attention to this because you came off like a jackass, and now I just don't. I don't really give a fuck from you to to to, to get a lecture. So, hey, this also is going on. Hey, pay attention to this, and also understand that like our body. As a defense mechanism will not allow us to pay attention to every single fucked up thing that's going on in this country because that's literally all it would do. I'm not going to lie. It gets exhausting. Like, I just get tired. And it's not that I don't care, but a bitch does get to be tired. I always care, but I do get to be tired. I do get to be like, you know what? I'm going to just opt out today. And I kind of almost like, lump it in with all the in categories like oh another black person got shot by the police we're gonna put this in that category with all the other black people who got shot by the police right. cool or oh another racist housing policy is costing us thousands and thousands of dollars we're gonna put that with all the other racist policies that are costing us thousands and thousands, and thousands, thousands of dollars. dollars right it's easier to care about categories and so you know it's 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 it fucked up that these things keep happening to all different types of minorities. There's one common denominator. Everyone knows who that common denominator is, but it seems like mm-hmm. a lot of people are afraid to mention the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. White nationalism, the KKK, <laughs> the Proud Boys, the incels, whatever you want to call them, are the leading cause of every single domestic terror incident in this country. It's they, it's them. So it's very weird when you have one solution to a host of problems right. and you choose not to do it. If you, if you just put things in place to curtail and stop white nationalism and white terrorism, we can stop Asian hate, we can continue to say Black Lives Matter, we can stop the killing of of, of trans men and women all across this country. We can stop the killing of gays and lesbians all across this country. We can do all of that shit if we just focus on the white people who keep shooting up shit. It's a very simple equation to me. I, you want to know what I, what I think about often? And Crab legs. Calvin, I'm not that much <laughs> of a bird, bro. <laughs> <laughs> not that much of a bird bro (laughs) damn like damn anyway no like i forgot my whole train of thought (laughs) fuck you calvin (laughs) man fuck you calvin bro (laughs) that just pissed me off (laughs) oh (laughs) um i really don't know what the fuck i'm talking about I really don't know what I was about to say. Anyway, I'm moving on, bro. Now I'm pissed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So I watched... Are you ready to get into my hot take? Yes. What's your hot take? So you know I watched I Care a lot. (laughs) I have not because it don't sound like a movie. Damn! Calvin, actually, you would fucking love this movie. You would love it. You would actually like it. I think you would get a kick out of it. I do. I really do. I think you would get a kick out of it. 
because it's on some. I want this bitch to suffer, but I also want her to win because it's smart, but it's foul. <laughs> so it's like Franklin Saint, like, like. Yeah, no, 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 no. She's clearly the bad guy. <laughs> like she is clearly, clearly a foul bitch. She so is. is it, so is it like? So is it like Joe from you? Yes. Yes. Because yes. Joe is clearly the stalking ass, creepy ass. Terrible ass nigga, but we also low key be wanting that nigga to win. Low key, like, hey, don't get caught, bro. High key, want Joe to win. High key, but all right. So the to set the stage, right? You have this woman, and y'all know me. I smoke a lot of weed, so memory names. I'm not too good at it, but <laughs> I'm not. I smoke a lot of weed. Um, but the protagonist is a well. The main character, because I don't know if she's a good guy or a bad guy. Depends on how you look at the situation, right? The, the, the person who this show is about is, is a woman. Absolutely. About a woman who runs a facility which basically takes care of old people, quote unquote. Now, I want y'all to watch the movie because it is wild. <laughs> it is fucking wild. And you know what? I'm going to report back about I Care A Lot in like two weeks. Actually, give me a couple weeks. Because my birthday's coming up, y'all. I'm not going to remember. I'm going to be too fucking high, fucked, and fed in order to remember that I was supposed to talk to you niggas in the first place. So, um, but yeah, watch I Care A Lot. Now, my hot take, and I'm going on wax, March 17th, 2021, to say- St. Patrick's Day, Saint Patrick's 2021. Day, to say, she's wrong. But she ain't as wrong as you niggas try to make it seem like she was. All she was doing was exploiting a system that should not exist to begin with. And had you niggas been better kids and were able to take care of your loved ones, she wouldn't have a fucking job. Anyway, because I'd be damned if one of my parents ends up in a, full, in a care facility. Now, I'm not saying that the necessity isn't there. But a lot of y'all... Don't handle y'all business how you're supposed to handle y'all business, which is why y'all loved ones end up in situations like that to begin with. So. As, as someone who my grandmother, the last years of her life was spent in like a assisted care facility and nursing homes and stuff like that. I often, I often um, am scared you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I see the elder abuse and shit, and I see kind of some of the stuff that is happening, and and I'll just be like, man, I really hope that didn't happen to, to my loved one. You know what I mean? So, you know, that, that I watch it. That's, that's a little of a sensitive subject for me, because it's always, you know, with home health aides and, and nurses, like, I don't understand why you would get in those type of positions if you're an abuser, but, like, some people just, you know, they they get off on that power over the powerless and like mm-hmm. if you need that level of care of a home health aid or a nursing home or mm-hmm. a specific living facility, you're you're not you're a vulnerable member of society. And so, you know, you 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 know, the goal is to do what you can while you're living to make sure that when it's time for you no longer to take care of yourself, you're taking you're taken care of. It's a circle of life, right? The parents take care of the kids when they're young, and then when the parent gets old, the kid takes care of them. It's a circle of life, a kuna matata. But it's also like 
a caregiver, especially a non-licensed one, like I, I saw the stress my mom, my mom was going through having to take care of my grandmother. And mm-hmm. that kind of was part of the reason she chose to do that, go that route towards right. the end was because she was like, I can't do this anymore. And also do my life and do the things I need to do for my life and my security and my safety. And you, you, you try to pick the best facility you can and you just kind of really hope for the best. So like, you know, shout out and prayers to all the, uh, the caregivers of loved ones um, that listen to us. Mm-hmm. We see you, we hear you. And, you know, now that I know that that's kind of the thing, I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at it. And when I say it, I'll take a look at it, I actually am going to look watch the movie. I ain't going to be like some people I know and say we're going to watch a movie. You never watch it. Boy, fuck you. Don't drag me on this hard. Don't drag me on on my platform, nigga. It's my, it's my platform, too. The second part about it is I have yet to watch Queen and Slim. I have not watched it. It came out, I want to say at this point, probably like two years ago. I have yet to watch Queen and Slim, bro. I have yet to watch it. And I swear to God, when I do watch it, after the big-ass fuss you niggas made about it, shout-out to Doug, shout-out to the Eat, Pray, um, excuse me, Eat, Sleep, Work, Repeat podcast. Adult, adult Sleep, Repeat. We're going to make adult sure we say Sleep, Repeat. Bro, Doug, you know I smoke a lot of weed. And that was not. Charge that to my like, head, not my heart. I was like, we're going to make sure we say our niggas flat. Adult correctly. Sleep, Repeat. <laughs> Sorry, adult sleep repeat. First of all, we have to have Doug on the show. So I hope he's hearing this and prepares his loins accordingly. Um, also, his fiance bad as a bitch. Oh my God. Brie is so motherfucking fine, bro. Brie is so fucking fine. She's just fine. Like she wakes up fine. I don't mind, bro. Doug, that's man, what? I too. Never mind. Go ahead, Calvin. Thank you. Because I, I would you was you was you was cruising on the on, on, on a on a fast lane. You know I was gonna tow that line. <laughs> it's a bullshit. You was cruising Ooh, on the lane. I was on bullshit. my way to bullshit town. All aboard. <laughs> it's like I don't I don't you know say I don't wanna go. I don't wanna Ooh, go. Fine. She knows she's fine too. Ugh. Ain't a woman who a woman who knows how fine she is is a dangerous individual. Especially like a person who knows how to leverage whatever God gave them, whether it's talent, athletic ability, fineness, a combination of of, of it, you know, uh, intelligence. If you know how to leverage that shit, you would that you a bad motherfucker, boy. I'll tell you that much. So, um, we say all that to say, shout out to you, you Doug. We 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 we. Eventually, she gonna watch this damn movie and she gonna report back. We may forget that this movie ever happened by the time she watch it, but she gonna report back. <laughs> and also, I'm extending an invitation for you to come on our platform. You know what I'm saying? When time allow, we know you you prepare for a wedding and shit. You know what I'm saying? So we when time allow, you know you have you have you have a, a standing invitation to come talk shit with us though. We appreciate you, Doug. Shout out to the uh, ASR Don't Sleep Repeat podcast. This nigga just said, Stimmy hits the account. Me at the bodega. Hey, yo, poppy, let me get the cat. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, nah, someone, nah, someone said this $1,400 hit is feeling real. It's feeling real. You don't have to do this anymore. I'll save you, baby, outside. <laughs> 
<laughs> I am dead. Uh, dead. You know what? I can't wait to raise a child that doesn't need a stimulus check. Won't get one. Braylon won't get a stimulus check. Wanna know why? He's gonna be a rich nigga. And I'm gonna be that uncle, like, hey boy, I remember when I was, I remember when, when you was Don't this on the call. <laughs> he's gonna be a rich little bastard. I cannot wait. You know, you know who probably is the most hurt nigga on the world? His baby dad. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, imagine getting getting a shorty pregnant, ghosting the kid and ghosting the mama, and the and the kid turned out to be LeBron James. Mad as a bitch. You just over here looking at Laker highlights like, motherfucker. You know what? That's why I'm thankful for the tribe that I have. We don't miss a beat. And when my son does exactly what I know he's going to do with his life, and it's no pressure because whatever he decides to do, he's going to be great at. And I just, I'm just glad that everybody who needs to stay down did. Because that won't be his story at all. Just over here. I just think like like I think I think of the people who fumbled the bags. Like I think of Beyonce's high school boyfriend. <laughs> she still writes songs about that nigga. <laughs> I think of LeBron I think of LeBron's biological father. Um who else has fumbled bags? Um I think of Meg the Stallion's um high school sweetheart. I think You know what I think about? I think Megan Thee Stallion's um, original manager a lot when you talk about fumbling packs. Because, nigga, all you had to not do was be a thirst ball. All you would have not had to do was, like, try to finesse her or try to play her, play her crazy. All you had to not do was be a bitch, nigga. All you had to not do was be a sexist pig. All you had to not do was recognize the star that you had in your hands and treat her accordingly. She wasn't asking to leave. She was asking to renegotiate. And you niggas could not see past that. I hope that's a lesson for all you motherfuckers, honestly. Um, shout out to the generation of R&B singers that we lost because the labels didn't find them fuckable. Ooh, say that. Um, I hate how much desirability plays into talent. Listen, can we can we be honest? Go can right we be ahead. honest? Go right ahead. Because I have something to say as well. We talk about pretty privilege a lot, right? Yep, we sure do. And how if you look good, you ain't you able to get away with shit the other motherfuckers can't get away with. Oh yeah, all day, every day. I get away with shit I shouldn't absolutely not. You niggas should absolutely have y'all big sisters beat my ass by now. Honestly. Alex. Alex, how many times how many times have I told you that if that if some if somebody's daughter treated me the way that you would treat these niggas, you would beat her ass. Yeah. If I told you if I came and was like, yeah, like you need the X, Y, and Z, you'd be like, where the bitch at? Like, you know what I mean? So I want these niggas to respect themselves. But you know what is the, the biggest <laughs> example? Every time pretty- you t- every time you ask these niggas to respect themselves, I feel like you try to I feel like it's like, like, bro, Calvin, no. Why would you tell them to have some self-esteem? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Pissing me off. Because I'm, I'm fucking up your bag. You fucking, fucking up my bag. <laughs> God. 
But you know the, the, the most recent example of Pretty Privilege I can remember? Sweetie's whole career. Yeah, because what the fuck exactly does she do? And I like Sweetie. Like her, like she, she don't rap the best. She's the best rapper in her relationship. No, she's not. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You can't be the best rapper in your relationship when the other person in your relationship write most of your raps. And she's still the best rapper in her relationship. She, Quavo got Grammys. She don't. <sighs> Quavo did not get his Grammys with his solo rap album, but continue, Calvin. He also got us. He also scored 17 points and got 17 rebounds in a game of 21. With, with two people. <laughs> Go ahead, Calvin, before I get pissed off. <laughs> um, but we let Saweetie get away with a lot of shit. Her first single was a remix of Blow the Whistle. Baby, her listen, Sweetie is not going to leave any tennis court untapped. Okay. Saweetie eat Saweetie eats how we think Lizzo eats. Exactly. Exactly. And I just know her stomach doing the Millie Rock. Like, I just know she even got an iron stomach. Or her stomach's out here doing the A-Town stomp every single time she does some bullshit. I be like feeling bad. Ramen, like, put ramen noodle seasoning on an oyster or do something weird with, like, flaming Hot Cheetos or just, it's just... Now, as somebody who's been pregnant, I, too, have ate some weird shit, and some of those cravings do not go away. Like, in my head, I be want to know how gushers taste on pizza. That's, like, I under, like, it's weird. Yeah, Calvin, like, my brain be going there. Like, bitch, that might be all right. Like, nah, sis, it's fucking gross. Like, what are you doing? But you can't tell me that in the moment. So weird taste and cravings, I understand. Videotaping it, I don't. Like, and so we just, we talk about the things we let people get away with because they're attracted to us. And I think that if we ever, if we ever get away from that, right, which requires dismantling of a lot other things, right? Like, I'm not saying it's an easy fix, but it's just like, you can't let these people get away with shit because they're pretty that you wouldn't let other motherfuckers get away with. Now, whoa, 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 Calvin, let's not get ahead of ourselves because I get away with a lot of shit that I shouldn't. Like the way I talk to some of these niggas. And you know how I feel about the way you talk to these niggas. Okay, well, beat my ass or carry on. Don't tempt me because you, you, because you and me know that I, I will pull up and be like, hey. Beat my ass or carry on. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> it truly is that simple especially because I be telling these niggas you should probably cut me off I tell these niggas all the time all the time I, and what's crazy I even hold the door for you I got a nigga right now that does not know how to feel about me like not at all not at all like he texted me the other day he's like bro I've never in my life had somebody that I like and also dislike so much in my life and I said feelings are a funny thing aren't they and he, he texted me. I would cuss you the fuck out. Like, I would cuss you the fuck out. Like, you got me all the way fucked up. Who the fuck do you think you... See, I, that's how I know that what's meant for me is going to be for me. Because I've had some dizzy women in my life. 
but I've never, I've never felt the need to like really take it there. Because once we take it there, it ain't coming back. It's up. It's up. And so if you tell me some, if I tell, if I'm over here explaining my feelings, and you just say feelings are funny, aren't they? I'm gonna cuss you the fuck out, and I'm gonna get my cousin to beat your ass. Well, hear me out. You didn't say anything that I should be responding to. What exactly did you say besides the fact that I get on your nerves sometimes, but you love what the inside of my pussy feel like? What exactly did I say to you that was false? You like fucking me. You like having my company. You like the fact that you don't have to worry about me when I'm around. But I got some ways that you do not like. Like, bro, I'm not going to be your only bitch until I'm your only bitch. I'm not going to be your only girlfriend until I'm your only girlfriend. I'm not even about to play with you about it. Yeah, I'm dating that nigga. Do something about it. You want, here's the thing. I'm not the kind of woman that you can have exclusively without making it exclusive. And I make it very clear to you that we're not exclusive until we're exclusive. You do your thing. And what's funny is that you niggas inquire about things with me that you know for a fact you should not. So your itty bitty baby ass feelings be hurt because you want to know some information that you know good and goddamn well you're not entitled to. But you also know I'm not a liar. So I'm going to tell you because you asked. And I figured that you've grown enough to not ask for information you're not ready for the answers for. So who's wrong here? You, you, do you remember what you tell me? What did I tell you, Calvin? That sometimes it's not what I say, it's how I say it? Sure, Jan. <laughs> so we go pretend that you haven't told me that multiple times? I have. Gonna, I still okay, don't like it. I know I'm trying to I'm trying to feed you accountability right now and you're just like no. No. And, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it doesn't taste as good as gushers on pizza. I'm sorry. Shut the fuck up, Calvin. <laughs> I'm sorry I can't make I can, I'm sorry I can't make that work for you. But you can there's a reason people call it brutal honesty, right? Because your intention with brutal honesty is to be brutal. It's to kind of really hit where you want it to hit. The only and thing in, that I in ask some, is... In some cases, that's, that's fine. That's valid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but more often than not, we as a, a society, and I'm saying this too, we can say the same thing in a, in a, a way that's easier for the other person to take. The only thing that I ask is please stop asking me for shit that you know you're not ready for. Please stop asking me for information you know you're not ready to hear. Please stop asking me to keep it G with you knowing that you got to get your feelings hurt. Please stop. No. It's not that. Let me, let me not. Let me not. Prepare yourself for whatever it is. Before you ask me a damn thing, prepare yourself for whatever's about to come out of my mouth. Because you may not like it. And not liking it does not mean that you're not deserving of on the honesty that you're asking for. But hold me accountable for my portion, not your feeling, if that makes sense. Well, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? All the time. And so, again, I, I am a believer, too, that you don't ask questions you don't want to answer. And a lot of y'all do that shit. And it, and it puts me in positions where it's just like, bro. I don't want to lie to you, but also you're not going to be ready for what the fuck's going to come out of my mouth. And if I tell you the truth, you're going to be hurt. 
But oftentimes, that's what, when the shoe's on the other foot, that's what, because we don't want to be, okay, let's use I sentences. I, in any situation, if there's a critical piece missing that is going to, in, going to impact how I move with you, I would like to know what that piece is. Yes, and I agree. The problem and, here is and, that... And so, and so, yes, like, my feelings may get hurt, right? My feelings, may, my little feelings, as you call them, my big baby feelings big may baby get hurt. Big fucking feelings. May, may get hurt. But here's the thing. It's rip the Band-Aid off now instead of, like, I get further, further along, and then we have a similar conversation, and now it's, like, four months down the line, and, like, it's a bigger deal. And you know what? I understand that. I actually feel that, Calvin. I absolutely, absolutely fucking feel that. You want to know the part that bothers me the most? Is that... These niggas? Motherfuckers want you to be who they want you to be and not who you are. So they want to call you a liar for being authentically yourself when the narrative that they've painted for you and their head doesn't match. And that's not my problem. I don't have to live up to expectations I didn't agree to. Which is fair. And uh, like all of this comes really, all of this comes back down to communication. Right. You know what I'm saying? We talk, we, 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 we feel each other out. We know where we are. And like, I used to have a scroll. We, me, me and Shorty used to have a, 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 there was a meme of like Shorty pulling out a full scroll that just said, not your bitch. And, and I, we, I, 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 we adopted that to also go with like, not your nigga. And so we had that establishment kind of from jump, even though we were playing in a relationship for, for a time. Like I ain't go, I'm, I'm not going to not admit that. Like we was, you know, we, that was my plus one. If I needed a plus one, I was. We all I was had a, a plus person. one. You know what I'm saying? I was a person that she called when she was drunk, and she was like, "Where you at?" Like, you know what I mean? Like, we 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 understood that, but it's also I cut off my favorite plus one a couple of days ago. I was pissed, pissed, pissed. Oh my god, that nigga was always perfect. He's perfect. I take him to everything. Every little thing that I need a date for, he was perfect. But oh my god. He couldn't, he couldn't act right? No, it wasn't just that. Your girl's really trying to grow up. I'm really trying to grow up. I'm trying my damnness to grow the fuck up. And honestly, if I'm going to have a plus one, I might as well have a boyfriend. And I don't, think, I don't think I want you as my man. And also, I need to get more comfortable with being in rooms by myself. So I don't really need you like that. So... You either gonna nut up or you gotta go, and he chose to go, and I respect it. And and that's that right there, right? That right there is what I'm talking about, and that's the positive example I'm looking for. Where it's like we put our cards on the table, but you're okay with how once you put your cards on the table, once you go all in, you have to be okay with losing the hand. Baby, let me okay. tell you something. And Calvin, you know for a fact, a figgity fact, that. I recently had to do that, and I'm not satisfied with the results. As a matter of fact, the results broke me. The results broke my motherfucking heart. I sat in this bed, and I drank 19 crimes and cried for days, watching me and this person's favorite movie and, and 
going through old pictures and grieving low-key. But I knew that 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 was a possibility after certain decisions were made and it didn't make the deci- making the decision any easier. And I did not make that decision out of ego at all. Like I sat on the feelings that I've been having about that for months. And Calvin, you know that. Like we've had plenty of conversations. I sat on that shit for months, months. And when it was finally time for me to like do the big girl thing and it didn't pan out the way I, 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 let me be clear. I expected this to happen. I did not want this to happen. I did not. That's not the energy I walked into it with. So the fact that this was still the result, I hate being right. I'm never right. I am never right. I'm never right. No one's ever right when they want to be right. You know I'm what I mean? never right, bro. So when I'm right, when I'm right, I knew this was going to happen. I knew it. I can smell it. So now that, I, now that this is what it is, my feelings are, my feelings were hurt. My feelings are still a little hurt. But life moves and it grows and we're going to be all right. And honestly, that's one thing they don't tell you about honesty is it, it doesn't always have to work out in your favor. Nope. You have to know that you did the best thing for you. Because it's also like, I remember, you know, you know, n- niggas talking about like, man, if I, did, if I tell her I just want to fuck, she going to leave. So that's why I got to kind of, you know, play the game a little bit so she let me fuck. Like, nigga, you're not being honest. Like, yes, you're supposed to be honest and be like, look, I'm not here for a committed relationship right now. Right? You know what I mean? You're supposed to be like, look, Here's what I'm ready for. Here's what I'm not ready for. Right. Honesty doesn't mean that the other person has to co-sign whatever, you, whatever your honesty is. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I tell Shorty, like, I'm not ready for a committed relationship, I'm just kind of, I'm interested in something sexual, not necessarily interested in a committed relationship, that's my honesty. She, her honesty be like, I'm not for that, nigga, I'm out. And I have to accept that. I can't be like, wow, I should have just lied to the bitch. No, nigga, you told the truth. You told what you wanted, and it didn't go out in your favor. That's not how honesty never goes in your favor 100% of the time. It's not the way life works. That's not the way the world works. And so, yeah, that situation with you and that person, it hurt because you, don't, you didn't want it to go that way. At you, all. But, but you needed to get your honesty out in order for you to be able to go forward. So you got your honesty out, and yeah, it, it sucks. But we have to not let that negatively reinforce us into not telling the truth. You feel I me? Mean? I think that people get the truth. I think people get the truth and consequences very convoluted. Because just because you tell somebody what your truth is does not mean that they have to accept it and move in the direction that you want. That's not how that works. The truth you give, some, you honor people with the truth because you respect them. And you're, you prepare yourself accordingly for whatever their answers may be, adverse or otherwise. And sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes the answer is no. We're not toddlers. We don't get to throw tantrums every time things don't pan out in our direction. You grow, you move, you adjust, and you continue to, to, to have the life that you want. And sometimes the life that you're building does not include the people that you thought it would. And that's okay. Dreams change all the time, all the time. And perfection is a myth. 
And it's going to keep you stuck in places that no longer serve you. Breathe, stretch, shake, and let that shit go, bro. Hey, even sometimes even LeBron had to change teams to win a ring. Destiny's Child had to let go of Farah to, to reach their heights. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes the people that you started with aren't the people you're going to end with, and that's okay. We, we have this fairy tale of, like, Started from the bottom, now I'm here. The same nigga that was here with me from the beginning, they here with me now. We up, we live. And yes, when it works out like that, it's beautiful. But oftentimes it doesn't. There's very few people who are in the same job now that they were when they started their career. Like the idea of like you doing 40 years of the same job so you get your pension and your pin and your little gold star is, is not realistic anymore in today's society. I'm not going to lie. I envy people that have that kind of stability because I've never found happiness like that. I'm absolutely the kind of bitch. I will leave a situation that does not serve me or at least give it space. I don't care. I'm not the kind of girl who's okay with sitting in uncomfortable situations just because it's surrounded by things that used to comfort me or we're too afraid to let go of what is in order to get to what we want. And that's not healthy either. And I truly believe that everybody is deserving of peace. Everybody deserves peace. Everybody be, deserves to sleep easy. Everybody deserves to get into their comfortable spots and their comfortable lives and have exactly what the fuck makes sense to them. Everybody deserves that. Everybody. So I stopped taking things personally when I started understanding why the certain decisions had to be made. And people are allowed to move in their life with or without you. Completely allowed. And once you find comfort in knowing that and you stop being so. And this is me preaching to myself right now. You stop feeling so entitled to people's time, energy, friendship, whatever. You move a little different. Nobody owe me shit. But, but there are two sides to that. A, you don't owe me shit, but you are going to watch how you handle me. You are. But, and also, Reinforcing your boundaries does not make you the bad guy. It does not. And don't let nobody tell you different. Don't let nobody tell you it doesn't. Don't let nobody tell you that, oh. And, you know, don't, don't let nobody tell you how you should move healthy for yourself. And it's going, I think that we romanticize growth a lot. Oh, my God, you're growing so much. I'm so proud of you. Yes, please, please be proud of me. Please. But also, the a lot of times we see the results of growth. We don't see that journey. And there are a lot of, like, speaking specifically about my circle, you guys have seen a very intimate side of me that the rest of the world don't know. I've had people come to me and be like, bro, last you survived last year. I don't know how you made it, but every time I saw you, you were giggling and smiling and giddy. And I'm like, bro, 2020 was the worst year of my life, bro. Like, if you ask me, this, like, I was not supposed to make it out of 2020. And I'm grateful that I did, but. That lets me know that you didn't see what I know real niggas saw, my niggas saw. And for me, it's like, wow, there are some people that have no idea. And there are some people who have all the information. And it's a strange intersection for me to be at because it's just like both of y'all opinions are very valid. I had some very good times last year, but for the most part, I was ready to die. And you don't get there from nowhere. 
that's not just a couple bad things happening that you don't bounce back from. Those are life-changing, devastating events that happen to you that you don't know how to cope with, but life goes on, so you're not dealing with it. And then the only way out seems very permanent. And I think we talked about this at Wax. Baby, the reason why I didn't plan a 30th birthday is because I didn't think I was going to be alive to see 30. I didn't think I was going to be here. And now that I am here, I'm just like, oh, shit, bitch, we made it. <laughs> but it also, what are you, now you have to celebrate the fact that you still chose life. Of all the things that you should or could have or probably, and honestly, Calvin, I'll be real. Had I not chosen life last year, I don't think anybody knowing the circumstances I was up against would have blamed me. I'm glad and grateful that I didn't do what I wanted to do, what I thought was justified. I'm glad that there was something in me that chose to fight. There's, I'm glad. I'm so, I'm so grateful. And there are a couple of y'all that have known me for about four or five years now, three or four years now, give or take. And three or four years ago, I was... In the midst, on the heels of a divorce, I had to move from a home I thought belonged to me. I had to make a lot of, they put a lot of distance between me and kiddo that I didn't like and I didn't sign up for. I was sexually assaulted. I dealt with a massive heartbreak. There was a lot and all the little shit in between that I just didn't want to deal with. So it is very, very fair to say that there are some of you guys in my life that never knew a whole or complete version of myself because I wasn't ready to be that. Baby, I was not ready to grow. I was not ready to heal. I wanted to party. I wanted to kick it. I wanted to drink. I wanted to fuck on niggas. I wanted to run the street. I wanted to be anything that prevented me from moving the fuck on because I knew that on the other side of moving on meant that confrontating, confronting. Excuse me, confrontating. Haha. <laughs> the wine is getting to me, guys. But <laughs> confronting the things in my life that required me to. I had to confront that in order to move on, which meant that there was having some very harsh conversations, not only just with myself, because that happened first. I'd be whooping my ass, bro. So having the conversation with myself in order to have it with other people. In order to say, you know what, I ain't accepting that shit no more. And that's why I tell y'all, bro, there are parts of me that are absolutely for the streets. Y'all can have that. And I'm where, I'm right there with you. It ain't no judgment, baby. If we turn, we lit. Bottles is popping, I'm buying them. We shaking ass, I'm shaking it. Cool. But I was doing a lot of that instead of doing a lot of healing. And I think self-care and ass shaking are at work. Excuse Damn. If y'all can hear me burping, you would know this why I'm whooping my ass. But, <laughs> but like, I think both are equal parts important. Sometimes you do need to shake it off. Sometimes you do need a night out. But also, you do need some time alone. You need some time to think. Heal. Forgive yourself so that you know how to forgive others for not quite understanding who you are because you didn't know who you are. And you were not showing up as yourself. I thank God for my therapist because without her, I would not be understanding 
I would not be truthful. I would not be as honest with myself as I am in order to be honest with the people in my life that I claim that I love and care about. Y'all are deserving of the honesty from me. Y'all are deserving of the truth. And more than you're deserving of my truth, I'm deserving of my truth. And once you figure that out, you'll start standing on things a little different. And there are going to be some people in your life who may or may not understand that. And that's not your problem. You can explain it to the best of your abilities if you feel like they're entitled to that. But in all actuality, this journey is yours, not theirs. And not everybody can come along. And that's that. But in everything that you do, if it's about peace and love and growth, move like that. Ain't no animosity. Ain't no mad. Ain't nobody pissed. Ain't nobody... Ain't nobody, you know what I'm saying? And that's not the energy coming from me. Ain't nobody jealous. Ain't nobody, you know what I'm saying? That, that, this ain't that. But you do get to say, this is what I'm going to handle. This is what I'm going to accept. And this is what I'm not. Because it's not about me. Or it is about me. But you take your portion of the accountability. You do the work for that. And you move on. That's it. Everything with peace and love over this way, baby. Always. That's real. That's real. That's real as hell. Um, I'm happy that you have chosen life. Not violence? Because, baby, I was ready to choose violence, too. We've had both discussions. <laughs> I feel no need to rehash that here. And I often think sometimes the key of choosing life is understanding that you're choosing life not just for yourself, but for people that depend and care for you and care about you. Because, you know, like, you look around and you're like, if I was just living for me, I would feel different. But, like, I can't, I can't leave this person whoever that person may be right. I can't leave them just yet you know what and sometimes and, and not even on my end on the other people that you affects in if I am I, I and, and therapy my therapist told me she said Alex baby you're not difficult she said of all the patients that I have you're one of the most understanding and kind women I think I've ever met Mind you, my black my therapist is a black woman. Like, she said, you're one of the most kind and, and understanding women. I know. She said, honestly, if there were more women like you, women would have less issues with each other. Because you get it. And you accept what's yours and you don't accept what's not. And she said, honestly, you over accept shit. She said, you take on shit, you take accountability for shit that you ain't that it's not even your problem. Which is the reason why you have half the problems that you have. You bite off a lot more than is yours because it's easier for you to accept blame because you know how to process it than to hold people accountable for actual their transgressions against you as well. Not everybody gets it right with Alex, but Alex has to be a better advocate for Alex. People try you because they feel like they can, because what are you going to do about it? And I said, bro, I ain't going to hold you. As she said that to me, it triggered the fuck out of me. I was ready to fight that bitch because I am going to do something about it. And who the fuck are you to ever assume that I'm not? And she was just like, well, baby, why haven't you? And I was ready to fire the bitch right then and there. Because who asked for this accountability? I did. <laughs> That's why you get an invoice. I get, I get an invoice every month. 
Like, no, you got to be ready. And I had to learn this and I, I have learned this. You got to be ready to stand for you 10 toes down, even if that means that you got to stand by yourself. There's certain hills that you die on alone. But if it means that much to you, it won't matter who stands up next to you. It doesn't matter who sees it. It doesn't matter who gets it. You get it. And that should be enough for you. And it's enough for me. It sucks. This road to 30 is whooping my ass, bro. Whooping my ass. I done cut off my one of my favorite, favorite. I cut off one of my favorite boyfriends, bro. I am so fucking mad. So mad. And he respected it. He was like, I still got your birthday present. Okay. He said, I'm still going to make sure that like you feel my love on my birthday. He said, because I always feel yours. You always pull up for me. Always. I said, bro, really? He's like, yeah, you always there. I know I can count on you. But I also understand why you feel the need to navigate differently. And I respect it. And I'm not going to do anything to harm you. And I was like, oh, my God. I want to give you some pussy right now, bro. <laughs> but, like, I know. Completely counterproductive. Completely. I, I'm going to tuck what I had to say. I'm going to tuck it. Because, like, I'm going to tuck it. It's not who you think it is. It's, it's really no, not. No, 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 no. My comment had nothing to do with who I thought or didn't think it is. It's more so it's like. How are the people who you entrust romantically handling you in a way where where this man actually respects your boundaries? You want to give him pussy because you, 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 you see my you see my you absolutely. See, you see my, yeah. But you want to know what it is? You want to know what it is? It's the first time I made it a requirement. It's not that the boundaries weren't there. It's the first time I made it a requirement for you to respect them. I know exactly what my boundaries are. And I have a bad habit. Like I told you before, Calvin, I'm a terrible advocate for myself because the first thing I've I've always been taught that in order to be understood, you must first understand. So my first reach when it comes to certain like disrespectful shit or things I I feel violated on, my first thing would be like is, bro, what made you feel justified to do that to me? And sometimes that can be cool. But in other times it's like, no, bitch. You got me fucked up. So before you start reaching to understand other people, you need to make sure that they understand to not do that shit ever again. And I only extend that kind of grace with people I actually care about. Because if I don't care about you, I will never talk to you again. I'll just cut you off. You won't. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to cuss you out. I'm not going to throw a tantrum. I'm not going to give it any energy. Because honestly, I'm a lazy bitch. The shit I don't have to care about, I would rather not care about. But. That's not how that works with people that you love. So, yeah. I think that the moment I started to feel my, not power, because I've always been a powerful person. I've always been a very, um, yeah, very powerful person. I think that the moment that I started to believe that I am who I say I am to my core, not just saying it out loud so you motherfuckers won't try me, but like believing it in my hearts of heart that I have what it takes. I can do this. I can really do this. I'm not the bitch that's going to be the failure to launch. I'm not the bitch who's not going to, who's going to die broke. I'm not the bitch who's going to be stuck in in lame ass positions doing lame ass shit. Me like, I am going to be the woman who makes a huge mark on this world. I'm going to be the woman who changes the the lives of the people of my family for generations. I'm going to be the person 
where motherfuckers be like, they look at my son, they be like, bro, that's your mom? Yeah, and that's my kid who's off to do amazing things as well. I get to say that. And everybody else's glory does not have to be mine, but that does not mean I'm not the loudest person clapping for you. I'm not a hater. You're the baddest bitch on your block, not mine. And when I'm on your block, I pay my respect. I clap. I show up. We kick it. It's a good-ass time, and we here to celebrate you. But when you pull up to my block, I need that same energy, my nigga, because it's about Alex. That's it. And when it's about you, it's about you. But when it's about me, I need that in return. And I think motherfuckers forgot. And I think a couple motherfuckers underestimated that. And I allowed them to. I'm a very, very bad bitch. Don't you ever forget it. That's it. Very well. <laughs> very well. Um, I ain't got much to add to that. You, you kind of, you said what you needed to say and said it in a way that you needed to say it. Absolutely. Calvin, you got a positive note for us this week? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, be mindful of where you spend your stimmy. <laughs> also, speaking of which, David O is coming to Copa, y'all, this weekend. If you're hearing this, it's on a Friday. It's not too late to go ahead and cop that ticket. Bottle Girl Ellie will be in a motherfucking building. Come send your stimmy with me, bitch. And me way. Because, <laughs> baby, if you thought Dolph was going to be a zoo, David O is absolutely going to be crazy. If I tell you that I love you all. <laughs> my money, my money. I don't even know the words. I'll be shaking my ass to it though. Um, I will be in the crib. Um, I, like I won't be outside till April. April's my. It's funny. It's funny because like so many people assume that I will be outside this entire time, this entire year, and I haven't. And you know me, I like proving people wrong. And then I was talking like. Well, well, you know Diddy outside, and then someone was like, "Well, Diddy loved his mama too, and he visited his mama, so I think he in the house." <laughs> like, um, so be mindful of where you gonna spend your stimmy. Um, spend it with black owned businesses if you can. Um, other than that, my positive note for the week is know your position and know your personnel. A lot of times, a lot of conflicts that we have and a lot of issues that we have come from not knowing your personnel and not knowing the role that you play in, in the thing that we call life. Sometimes you got to know your personnel and know your position, KYP, in order to make whatever you're trying to do a more harmonious thing. If you if, 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 if you the quarterback, be the quarterback. Don't try to be the wide receiver. Be the quarterback. If you the Kelly... Be the Kelly. Don't try to be the Michelle. Don't try to be Beyonce. Calvin, I be didn't choke on my wine, boy. Shut the fuck up, please. That's it. That's all. Like, and I'm not even saying that to be funny. It's like you can't, everyone can't be the lead role in everything. You feel me? Even Beyonce wasn't the lead role in Lion King. We know Beyonce got a lot of talents. We also know she can't act. Please leave us alone. So it's just know your role, know your personnel, know your position. Let's go drinking, Calvin. <laughs> we got, listen, 30 minutes before Snowfall come on damn near. We got 40 minutes. Like, you try to get me out in the rain. Um, I'll come get you. <laughs>
We'll talk off wax. Um, <laughs> so y'all see that one to know, right? Y'all heard it? Okay. <laughs> uh, it's your boy, C. Diddy. It's your girl, Allie Nicole. Peace. Yo, I'm about to take a chance, yo. Blindfolded with the free throw. Little mama playing a defense. Two seconds on the clock, I'm gone. About the show, about the show, about the show.